0: You are listening to the Photo Bomb Podcast with
1: the world's greatest photographers, Boo Ray and Gary. Welcome to the Photo Bomb Podcast. My name is Boo Ray Perry, and joining me, as always, is Gary Hughes.
0: Good morning, my friend. How are you today?
1: I am good today. Uh, I am fairly good today, although, um, well, you know, we—I I hate to start off with, but. Uh, but Again, uh, we have had uh, a tragedy, uh, a terrible thing happen in, in our world. Yes, and and, and we've got to talk about it right off the bat because it literally just just happened um, over the weekend,
0: right. and
1: we have lost uh, another dear friend and photographer in our world, um, Katie uh, Jimenez. Is it, is it Jimenez or or? I don't want to mispronounce.
0: They're, they're the, uh, the the Georgia
1: Jimenezes, yeah. The Jimenezes, the, the Georgia Jimenezes. Kevin Jiminezes. and Katie Jimenez. Kevin and Katie Jimenez. Yeah. And you were were not at the convention this year, but I was, and I just saw Katie um, at the convention, where ironically I was buying a raffle ticket, not a raffle ticket, but I was contributing to the Al Alderman um, scholarship fund. They were raising money for the Al Alderman Scholarship Fund. Al passed away about a month ago now, I guess. And uh, and then um, she uh, has passed away from the flu over the weekend. When they say this is the worst flu season we've had in 10 years, they're not kidding.
0: No, I mean, whenever you have st- people always talking about uh- – swine flu, bird flu, monkey pox, whatever is going around. You never, killer bees, whatever the big scary thing is that everybody's talking about, you never really know anybody that it happens to, but you know somebody who knows somebody. And that's how I always know that it's not, you know, it's not as scary as they're saying. But when somebody you know pretty well and it it happens to them, um, it's just such a tragedy. She was uh, still a young woman and um, she had just received her master's at the Grand Imaging Award's um, at the ward degree ceremony, just a week before, and so um, you know, we we just want to say, I guess, from us, since we're, we know you, Kevin and Katie, man, our heart goes out to you. That's just about the most awful thing I can think of, and so completely
1: unexpected. But we love you, and, and we're and we're, we're we're with you. Is the suddenness of it that that sets you for a loop? You know, you just wake up one day and suddenly somebody you know uh, is gone. And I can only imagine what they must be going through. And our hearts' uh, thoughts are going out to you uh, this week and in the coming weeks. And if you, by any chance, feel like you might be coming down with the flu, please go to the doctor right away. Yeah, it's
0: it's not it's not a joke i mean we have more people die in the united states from the flu than from gunshots i mean right. it's it's not an insignificant yeah i don't want insi- to by the way i don't want to
1: insinuate that she didn't i don't know at all uh the cases anything surrounding um what what happened with her i don't want to i'm she i'm sure she did and it was just the flu is serious business basically you yeah, can't take
0: make, as many precautions as you can to take care of yourself that's uh
1: What was it, 1918 or whatever? There was a a flu epidemic or something in 1918 that killed like 2 million people. Yeah, yeah. It's
0: it's not a joke. I I mean, mean, there's
1: a reason that we have a flu shot every year. There's a reason doctors work every year to come up with this great, with with a new flu shot to fight this. And it's because they know how serious a bad flu epidemic can be. So, you know, we, and I never, do you ever get the flu shot?
0: Uh, No, I never have. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
1: I've got it only. Only when it's completely easy. Only when it's like when I worked somewhere and they would just free a free flu shot. Like, okay, on the way to my car, if you can throw it at me and hit me in the ass with it, I'll get the flu shot. Otherwise, I'm not going to expend one bit of effort to get this shot, which is obviously so important to the medical community because they know how serious it is. But I can't be bothered, you know. So, yeah, I I
0: looked at you. I looked at Julie last night and I said, we're all getting flu shots. Like, that's yeah. that's what's happening. We're all doing it. Yeah. Like, the girls, you, everybody's getting a flu shot. And largely, it affects sort of the um, elderly people who are already sick, and little kids are, are the right. people who seem to get affected by this and most. but it does happen. So, anyway, we don't want to make the whole show kind of a bummer, but it did happen. It's big news. We do care about it, and um, we're going to post information on the uh, Facebook page to uh, memorial services, and if there's any information or anything comes up, like there's a scholarship fund or somewhere that we can donate to be supportive, we're going to go ahead and post that information on the Facebook page, so keep an eye out, and Kevin, we we love you. Katie, we're going to miss you.
1: All right, so what's going on this week in photography that you absolutely have to talk about?
0: (laughs) Well, we do have, there is big, big drama in the world of Vanity Fair, but I want to get to that later, because I want to cover, I realize that we've been getting contact through our Facebook page, and we've basically just been ignoring everyone.
1: Yes, <laughs> so, like we a do. Couple
0: of, yeah, well, you know, because we're the cool kids. But um, I do want to point out there's a cool story here from a friend of uh, our my family's who who has listened to the show, um, Monica, and she sent a message last week, and it said, I was just looking back through pictures from a wedding I went to in 2011 and realized the photographer was Boure. a small world moment for me that I thought you might
1: appreciate. Ah, what wedding was it?
0: I don't know. She didn't say specifically. I just thought that that was interesting. That you know? is
1: interesting. Wow! I wish I knew what. Uh, I wish I knew what wedding that was. How yeah. Well, if she if she happens to still listen to the show, which I'm pretty sure she does, but she- <laughs> <laughs> because we never acknowledged that she had reached out with a wonderful comment.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: Well, Google, Facebook makes it hard. Listen, Facebook makes it hard nowadays because now, okay, so you need to have the Pages app on mm-hmm. your phone if you mm-hmm. want to be able to see all the stuff on your page, plus the Facebook app. Plus the Messenger app. And now there's a Facebook Creator app, too. Facebook Creator app. That. And are we really... And Facebook
0: Local. There's another app called you know,
1: Facebook. Are we going to reach the point where there's just going to be a Facebook phone?
0: I don't know. I mean, it's possible. I, people, you know, I work a lot in the world of social media, and I talk about social media marketing a lot, especially if you are interested in any of that. I have a Facebook group called Garage Brand Live with Gary Hughes. Check that yeah, out.
1: Excellent, excellent live video last week about social media marketing and how to... Stay on top of it and the tools that you use and stuff. I was watching that video. And dude, for me to just sit and watch you talk, that's a, you must be having some good information. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because, you know, because I I'm really. just saying, I talk to you all the time, right? right? So for me, you know, like my wife doesn't listen to this podcast. She, you know, because she ta- listens to me all the time. So for me to just sit and watch you and be like, Oh, and taking notes, that's some good information. So go well, to GarageBrand. I appreciate yeah, that. GarageBrand we'll garage Live.
0: GarageBrand, yeah, it's just facebook.com slash group slash Live, and we'll post a link to it on the Photobomb Facebook page. But anyways, um, I think that people keep counting Facebook out as this social media platform that's done, it's dated, <laughs> yeah. that people don't use it anymore. And people have been talking about the doom of Facebook since Facebook pretty much started. But for some reason, not only are they the largest and most used, they're also still here, and, and they have a tendency to sort of buy up any other platforms that are doing well. You know, like Instagram is owned by Facebook and, and WhatsApp is now owned by, as soon as anything gets popular, they've got the capital that, like, oh, that's ours now. So I right. have a feeling they're gonna be around. They're gonna, they I, I look at Facebook as sort of a modern version of, uh, you know, the big broadcast corporations or, or AT&T, the telecom companies. Like, they are massive and they're not, pro- in, in my opinion, probably not going anywhere. And they very often drive the market and when they don't, they're quick to bring new stuff in. Um, so be- definitely would be paying attention to what they're doing. However, they do lots of stuff that doesn't work and then change it later.
1: I also think that the, the thing that they need to work on that things like um, Snapchat are better at and that the the, the kids today seem to be more concerned about is Facebook has gotten so big now. Good luck seeing a post on your page from somebody who you want to see the post from.
0: Well, I think that that's important to talk about because they just are making some serious changes to the news feed that are rolling out right now.
1: What they need to do is like with groups – And stuff. They need to make it so that you can tell your newsfeed. I want to see everything posted in this group at the top of my newsfeed all the time. So that anytime you go to, so then you create a group that's just your family and friends, just the forty people that you want to contact with all the time or whatever. Or or, I don't. I mean, like I can't even find it. Facebook used to have a. uh, You could you you had a little a subgroup within your thing that was like close friends, and you could just put people in that, and then you could click that and just see their posts. I can't even find that anymore.
0: Yeah, it's still there. And Is you it? Can create, yeah, you can create new groups, post to specific groups. For example, I have a group. Yeah, of, but then you have
1: to go. You pretty much have to go check that group to see what's in it because you can't be sure that something posted in that group will make it to the top of your feed. Right. and and, yeah, well, and so, if what, you have
0: a group, uh, you can actually set—not um, necessarily. You're talking about like groups of friends, but if you right. have a group, like a Facebook group, like Pro Photo Talk with Boo Ray Perry, you can actually set that group. If you do make a group like that, a private group just for your close friends and family, you can set that group to – in the group, there's a notification setting called See First, which means I want this to pop in the beginning of my news feed every time it gets posted into. And you can also put that down to just the highlights or I don't want to see it at all. Right, so now, now you got
1: you got to create that group. you got to get all your friends and family in that group. you got to get your friends and family to post in that group so that – and everyone who's in that group has to have selected that. That's way, I'm, You've lost me already. That's not going to happen. You know right. what I mean? And what they've got to figure out is a way to fix it so that you can post something. It goes out to the world at large, but to your friends and family, it goes, it, it's definitely seen so that you right. can, so that you can continue to have a quasi intimate relationship with your friends while also broadcasting to the world without having to do too much stuff to do that. That's, right. my, well, that's it- my, that's my, that's my marketing plan for Facebook. Get them on the phone.
0: If you look at any individual member of uh, any individual person who's a friend of yours, just go to their profile and under where it'll say uh, friends with a little check mark to show that you're already friends, click the little drop down and you can put them in the close friends category right away. Now Facebook is rolling out some big changes to their news feed coming up in the next couple of months, and this is going to be permanent and extremely important changes. And one of those things is it's going to start filtering out a lot of public content, which is. Uh, stuff from businesses and public profiles, and put more of those people who you interact with interact with into your feed and not only that but it 's going to prioritize comments and interaction. And it's the whole idea is because people do feel like you do, that Facebook's so cluttered that you don't see what really matters to you, and they're right. making dramatic changes over the next few months to actually make sure that happens. So this could be very bad for businesses and marketers on Facebook, but it also could be very, very good for people using Facebook personally, like incentivize people to use it because it's sort of a chicken and egg situation. They go, well, why would you make it harder for businesses to reach the audience? And well, the other thing is, well, if the audience isn't interested in what's going on on Facebook there's nobody to market to anyway so we have to make a long term change it's going to be difficult in the beginning and i think ultimately it's going to make the things that you do see better and i don't think that there's any any issue with that and marketers are going to have to try harder to make their content interesting to actually make you want to watch it so i think that um keep an eye on it facebook is making those tweaks
1: you're going to see you're going to see a lot more live video i can tell you that cuz i'm i mean i'm doing it even in my in my pro photo talk group i'm just now i am thinking uh, like the other day, when uh, when Adobe released their new deal and their new update, and it had the new content um, selection tool. I would have normally just made a little post about that. Hey, checking out the new content selection tool, and instead I was like, "No, I'm just going to do a screen live screen grab, and I'm going to actually show it and talk about it for for ten minutes, and then put it up, you know, because that will get more attention, and and people will people will will are more likely to see that. Absolutely,
0: yeah. I mean, you're going to get more comments, more interaction, and things that create interaction, not just between you and your audience, but interaction between. Other people commenting on your stuff, people talking to each other on your content, about your stuff is going to get prioritized. So things that just liking things isn't going to do it anymore, people are going to have to be interacting with your content. So if you want to market your photography business on Facebook, which I think is kind of essential, really start thinking about videos and live videos specifically are great ways to do it. Because I tell people all the time, I was like, your um, life is interesting to other people, even potential clients, because most people, they put on a... a a tie or a dress and they go into a job and sit in an office all day you're like running around on the beach and doing cool stuff and like the life of an independent creative entrepreneur business owner photographer is very interesting to somebody who just sits in an office all day so don't think that something that you might consider mundane behind the scenes is not interesting to people it might not be interesting to other photographers but to your client base it absolutely might be really interesting
1: that's my problem Um, is that I'm always when I when I'm going to post something I'm like who cares about my socks today. <laughs> I take uh, now when I go to jobs I'm taking an
0: assistant a lot of times now when their primary focus is just to do behind the scenes and videos and stuff. We just had our marketing it meeting on so Friday.
1: It s- feels so self indulgent though, doesn't it? it?
0: It does until so did taking a selfie and not taking a selfie big right. deal. You know what I mean? This stuff this is the way the world is and if you're an early adopter you get rewarded and that's just I'm telling you um my We had a marketing meeting on Friday talking to Andrew, our studio manager, and I was like, okay, we, we have this many sessions in the studio this week. We need to go live at least once a week behind the scenes of a session with a client who's agreeable to it and then just let people see what we're doing, show people the lighting setup and show me interacting with clients. And so Andrew's in the office working anyway, said once a week, pick a session that we think would be good with somebody who's got a great personality and we're going to go live every week on our business page for like five to 10 minutes every single week. Now that's part of our, that's part of our marketing strategy, which starts this week. So if you want to see me actually do that, Hughes Fioretti Photography is my business page and you'll start to see us going live at least once a week. With uh, a photo shoot that I'm doing, so it should be wow. pretty. It, it's. We'll, I'm gonna. We'll, we'll keep track of that marketing strategy. But I did want to talk about um, instead of me talking about social media the whole time. There is a big change to the new Photoshop update. Um, with that, uh, with that quick selection tool, you can select a subject now built into it. I know you've played with it, and right. I've played with it. And I'd love for us to sort of talk a little bit about our impressions because I was really excited when I first saw it. I was like, <gasps> like this is gonna be the best thing in the whole world. And then I went into it, and I was like, okay, this saves me about two minutes, or yeah, really, but, yeah. if
1: that, if that, uh, th- because the quick selection tool already, if you know, you just trace it over the person, and it does a pretty good job it just right. you know it just seems like it, it it's like instead of tracing over with the quick solution, the selection tool the computer is going to do the trace over but the uh, level of correctness to that trace is going to be about the same as it's always been we were hoping yeah. it would be it would suddenly just be amazing how it could pick out hair and fingers and stuff like that but no but then again it's supposed to be ai learning so maybe it's one of those things that, of course it's not. they just launched it Wait wait six months and
0: like it, if if you shoot a lot of green screen stuff over time, Photoshop can learn how you're shooting this green screen stuff, and it can get better at selecting the subject as that's you the go. that's
1: the idea. We'll have to wait and see if that happens
0: is it is it is it machine learning from you specifically or is it doing some creepy like machine learning from all humans at the same time I don't and know and like applying that knowledge to everyone and this is going to be Skynet wouldn't it be funny if Photoshop ended up being Skynet
1: yeah that's like <laughs> Skynet when it starts doing the we're, we're gathering all the information or you know or that movie uh, what was that movie Her where he had yeah. the, the virtual assistant that he fell in love with and then later he found out that she was in love with 3,000 different people that she was talking to all at the same time oh <laughs> thanks spoiler alert yeah. I hadn't seen it oh right, it was like so. four years ago if you haven't seen it come on and it's got Charlotte Johansson Art house
0: films I, takes me a while to get to, okay? and it's and
1: it's only got Charlotte Johansson's voice in it. I'm not, you know, any movie you watch. That's enough for me. Yeah, just the voice. I, I, she's That's got like, a great voice. Here's here's the here's the cake without the icing. she she got a little rasp in it. You know, it's
0: nice. No. It's like she's got like. The, there's a reason why she was the one who did the voice. They had somebody else yeah. record all of it, and they just went, Nah, no, we need somebody. No. We need a sexier voice.
1: Hey, uh, listen. Uh, along the same lines of machine learning and photography, did you see that Google released their new camera? Uh, this week, and you can, but you can't buy it. They released it, but then immediately you couldn't buy it. You have to go on a wait list, and I don't think it's because it's sold out. I think that they just it wasn't. It was always going to be on a wait list. But it's called the Clips Camera. I'm looking and at it right now. It's a camera that you you sit it in your home. It's always basically on, and using machine learning and AI, it figures out when there's something interesting that it should be taking a picture of, and it takes a picture of it. The idea is supposed to be your new parents with a new baby, Mr. Hughes, and this is sitting on the coffee table, and the baby does something great or cute or you're playing with the baby, and it's like, oh, look, Gary's playing with the baby and starts taking pictures of that. Hmm. Yeah. So it's like a a lifestyle photographer in your home 24-7. And and my question is, you know, what if it decides that that what's interesting is me uh, walking through the room without any pants on?
0: What if it decides what's interesting is when mommy and daddy get fifteen minutes alone. That's and they what I start I'm saying. making time on the couch.
1: Although although I will say although I will say personally, I wouldn't have a problem with that. <laughs> I would have a problem with that. I think mom would have a problem with that. But but uh, I'd be like, you know, you know, so now if you start as long as it's not putting it, it online you, yeah. or it goes live, like what? Yeah. <laughs> Hello. So, see a side of Boo Boo you've never yeah. seen before. Did I ever tell you about that time I was backpacking in Nepal? I came across this beautiful lake. <laughs> <laughs> <It's a> Friends <laughs> reference for those of you Friends fans. Yeah, mm.
0: I, I'm looking at this thing and I'm just thinking, like, you know, it's it's so interesting how we immediately are repulsed from certain things, like, oh, that's really invasive, and then immediately a couple years later, it's a normal part of our life. Yeah, it's like everywhere. You, like you know your phone's tracking you all the time like and it's and it's listening to you. So have you ever been having a conversation about like ramen noodles with a friend in the car and then you go open up Facebook and there's an ad for ramen noodles? Like tell me that they're not listening to you. I've never had that happen. Happens uh, but, all but, the time. But I've
1: certainly had the situation where you're texting someone and you mention something and then suddenly you start to see ads for that
0: thing. Yeah, absolutely. So that – I mean that's totally normal. Like what, what what makes me laugh too is the people on Facebook who use fake names, like that's going to keep them from being able to be found by the, by the machine overlords. Like, yeah, like the
1: machine doesn't – it only recognizes names. Not anymore. Yeah. It recognizes faces. It recognizes patterns. It recognizes the way that you talk or the way that you write. Yeah, yeah, the, your 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 stupid made
0: up nom de plume is gonna keep you from like being taken over. Like I don't I don't understand it. Like they already know you, and not only do they have you, but probably based on all the people that you're friends with, they they totally knows who you are. And like your fake name isn't helping you hide from the machines. It's not. They got. No. They got us. They got us. The minute the first person bought the first iPhone, they had us. They had us. They had us. They had us. Like and it, it, and we we would take the convenience and the comfort and the uh, and the uh, ability to connect and do stuff that all this social media and smartphones give us, and we take it over, yeah, who cares yeah, they're watching us, like everybody I, I knows do. that they know where you are at all times and uh, and the, and if they want to find you, they can track your phone, and that the apps are listening to what you like to eat and do and, and and I even got this was creepy yesterday. I was at the Dollar Tree, which by the way, is a great place to find cheap photo props and um but and then Facebook pops up, I checked in at the Dollar Tree. And then Facebook pops up on my phone and it says, hey, uh, do you want us to – would you be willing to uh, let us send you a notification if you're near a place that we need more information about? And so right. – and I was like, you know what? That's cool. Like, I like doing reviews for stuff. Why not? And then it's like starts popping up all these like warnings. It's like you need to turn on to make sure Facebook can, can you know your location even when you're not using the app. And it just – and I had to click on And I was like, you know what? Nope. Nope. <laughs> I'm not going to do it. <laughs> Like it's yeah. pretty. Technology is pretty invasive. They want access to everything. Yeah, and the Google Clip camera is something that I, I don't know. I'm just. I mean, I appreciate that it would be taking photos, but I'm. I'd be interested to see what the photos. I'm looking at an ad for, and it doesn't even show you really what the photos look like.
1: And it's there's no flash, and and where you've got to have it sitting in the room in a spot that's going to. I mean, you're look at competi- composition right. If you want to be able to catch any interesting thing in that room, you're talking about a full wide shot. So and no flash so how are you are you really gonna get anything worth keeping?
0: this is we've talked about stuff like this before. I think this is the type of technology that is gonna lead to something else You know what I mean right. like the this is the they, they don't even care if anybody buys this thing. They're just learning how to do this, and then ten years from now, right. everybody's gonna have a a camera built into their home. That uh, takes, you know, can zoom in on different scenes. It's going to film in like 8K video and it'll be able to zoom in on just the couch where you're playing with the baby and take a picture there. And it'll turn it to black and white. I don't know. It'll do all kinds of stuff. but And, and it'll also be, you know, checking your pulse, uh, seeing your heart rate, and um, spying on you and selling your secrets to the Russians. So, I mean, it's going to be a real cool thing. You know, it's going to be nice.
1: I got a new camera. You know, I got my new uh, Fuji X100F. Uh, and I was looking at the manual. And how stupid are we now? I was looking at the manual, and there was a section about the battery indicator. Really? And, and there were seven different diagrams explaining what the battle battery level indicator means. So there's a picture of it, and it's you know, it's a, and it's like all battery level indicators. It's a picture of a battery, and it fills up in the middle, right? So there's a picture of it full, and under it it says, "This means your battery has full power." And then there's a pic, <laughs> and then there's, and then there's a picture of it like eighty percent full, and under it it said, "This means you have eighty percent power remaining." Oh, and I'm not gosh. kidding you, Gary. There were seven different pictures of every level, every possible level of of the battery level indicator, and explaining exactly what that means. This means you have ten percent power left. How stupid! Are you if you need to have a detailed explanation of what a sliding scale looks like?
0: Yeah, it's uh, I can just imagine, though, on the flip side of it, that there's somebody
1: reading that and going, oh, all right. Oh, yeah, so so if, so if that bar is half, so if that bar <laughs> is at this point, that's the middle point and I have half my batteries. OK, wait, Google that for me. If it's halfway, is that half the battery? Does that mean halfway? Is that fifty percent? Is that forty percent eight? I'm not sure. Could Google, be. Google that. Where's the Google Home? Hello, Google. Uh, what's it mean when something's halfway on a slide? Alexa, you know? what is fifty percent? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like literally, like 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 a, like a, like thirty percent of the page was taken up with explaining what the battery level indicator means, and this is this why is... the and this is why the manual for everything is three thousand pages.
0: Now this will be the this will be the best part for uh, somebody like picks up the camera to go out the door and turns it on and nothing happens. And goes. Well, this is strange. Yes. Alexa, why won't my camera turn on? It's because the battery's dead. You know? <laughs> I was oh, like, Oh, man, wow. I, I better hit that manual and bone up on the uh, battery readout to make sure that I'm doing it right.
1: Uh, another thing that I has came across this week that I uh, I'm really kind of excited about, for me particularly, I don't know. For other people, yes, maybe a little bit. But I have been saying this for a while. That they need to do this, and I think that Godox has actually done it. Someone mentioned this in a in a forum that I was in. They All have right. a new, they have a new remote called the R two Pro radio uh, R two Pro. Okay, now, I don't have this yeah. remote. I have their older one because I don't because it's the fanciest one that allows you to control I don't know three thousand zones. You know you know I don't need to and control. And can you five control
0: five your Canon speed lights in the same chain with the Godox lights? Uh,
1: no, not unless you've got the sh- they've got they got to have a shoe on them. The Godox Godox remotes control only Godox lights and Godox, which is the case with every uh, person who may, unless you buy a Canon transmitter, uh, you're not going to control Canon lights. So um, anyway, check this out. He says that you can pop a shot in TTL, right? Mm -hmm. Off-camera lighting, TTL. And if the exposure is correct, that the controller can take the power values that you just used for that shot and put them in manual mode. Ooh, that's cool. So you follow what I'm saying. So you get right. your, you get your family group set up. You, you're going to shoot a whole bunch of group shots. You pop off one in TTL. You know it's good. That's exactly what I want. You could hit a button and, and it locks lock it, it in. in. And I've been yeah. saying for the longest time because you'll be doing groups, right? Because TTL and,
0: will – if you focus on a different thing yeah, and it, right. shoots, then it decides there's a different exposure, if you're shooting in TTL, it could give you a different exposure three shots out of three shots. Exactly. And but if I, you get that I, one right. right the first time and they go, oh, that's what I want, right. then you lock it in.
1: The advantage of manual has always been that once you dial it in, it stays there and it doesn't right. move. The disadvantage is, is you have to take the time to dial it in. Well, this is the best of both worlds. The camera dials it in for you, and then you get to make, make it stay there. So I, this is all hearsay. Somebody quoted this in a, you know, they were talking about the remotes, and somebody mentioned this, and I was like, whoa, really? So I may have to look into this and, you know, and and upgrade. If it does it, upgrade to this transmitter, just because when you're working on the beach at sunset especially, because so frequently um, your subject is such a small part of the frame when you're trying to get right. this beautiful sunset that the TTL is having trouble, you know, saying, "Oh, it's the person's face which is like 3% of the frame that you want to be right." Uh, being able to lock it in would be wonderful. So, I'm definitely going to look into it. And uh, I think any- the,
0: the main problem with that with that technology being developed is that it's it's such a it's a really cool thing to do, but I think there's such a small mm-hmm. amount of people who would understand why you would need that and then utilize it that maybe they weren't incentivized to sort of right. figure out how to do
1: it, you know? Well, I've always thought that, that, that there aren't enough people saying we really need this. Uh, you know, that that's right. only a few select location shooters because uh, people who really want to be able to have it locked in, they tend to be, ttl snobs anyway and they're like no i'll just dial it in with you know because if you're working with a model then you can just dial it in with manual and you're good to go because you're working with a model and you have all day but when you're working fast and loose on the run like at a wedding ttl really helps you to get more shots for your client in less time but you have to work with the fact that every other shot may be a little bit different and now you're gonna have to fix them all a little bit in photoshop Right, yeah,
0: like that's uh, that's my biggest problem with TTL, and always has been. But uh, that's pretty cool. Let's keep an eye on that. If you get any more information, post that on the page so we can see it. That'd I will. Fun. Hey, uh, so let's talk about the big story this week. The big story was uh,
1: the Vanity Fair. Uh, Oprah has three hands. Yes, Oprah has three hands. This is not the cover of the magazine, but I think a behind-the-scenes picture maybe that was in the magazine. I haven't actually seen the magazine. The cover of the magazine had the Reese Witherspoon has three legs uh, problem. And the inside had the Oprah has three hands problem. But I'll say for the record that the Reese Witherspoon problem, I really – when you look at it close, I'm like, no, that's just her dress. Her The shadow on her dress makes it look like it's the same color as her leg. I don't think that was – I don't think that's a Photoshop fail. But the one with Oprah having three hands, that is clearly a Photoshop fail.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, which is funny because it was – was it the – it, was it the, the, the three-leg thing that made people start looking closer at the right. image until they found, like, the, uh, the Oprah shot? Now, what's interesting, uh, I think, is I am naturally cynical, and so I'm sort of suspicious as to, is this something that was done on purpose to no. get more? You don't think? No.
1: Fanny Fair? No. No. Yeah, Fanny maybe. Fair wouldn't do that because they, they they are too proud of their photography. They're too proud of Annie Leibovitz. They're, they're, they would never know. No, there's a head rolling. They're joking about it, but right now there's a head rolling somewhere. Yeah, there, some got, some, there's a some photo, really yeah. high end
0: professional retoucher just
1: lost her job. Yeah, or, or the <laughs> photo, or the photo editor. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah, that's
0: rough. Although, I mean, first of all, the overall finished product is stunning. This is a. I really love these these group images. It it is. And by the way, I, can I just say I want to hang out with Tom Hanks? Oh, I really please. Wanna hang out with Tom Who Hanks? doesn't want to hang out with Tom Hanks? Right? Like he would be the coolest guy to get a beer with. You know. And I would I would totally not even talk about how famous he was. We just talk about like uh, sports ball or something, you know, like sports balls. uh, Sports ball, you know. (laughs) Speaking of Super Bowls coming up, I had a
1: bad case of sports balls and had to go to the doctor. Yeah, Um, you
0: know, if you don't if you don't keep it nice and dry and clean, you can get sports sports balls.
1: (laughs) So here is the thing, though: does it at all lessen your impression or or love of the photograph? when you realize that it is completely composited? Is it
0: com- a completely a composite?
1: Well, that's why she has three hands. Is because they took Oprah from one picture and they took Reese from another picture and they took Reese and put her on top of Oprah. And in the, one- the picture that they liked Oprah, she has her left hand on her leg. And in the picture where they liked Reese, Oprah's hand was around Reese. So when they brought Reese in, her hand was still over there on the back side of her and they didn't remove it. That's what, right. that's what happened there. And, and it goes two ways. There's the... I'm even more impressed because when you put these composites together like this, it's such amazing work. But it also goes in the I'm even less impressed because I want to believe in the fantasy that all of these people were all posing and standing that way at the moment of capture. So it's you know it works both ways.
0: At the same time, though, I have I don't think I've ever ta- photographed a wedding since digital has been a thing where I haven't swapped a head on a family group. You know what I mean? Like right. But this wasn't a head swap.
1: This was a full-body move.
0: Right. Well, I mean, it's still pretty impressive work overall because I'm I'm looking at it now. I'm looking at the whole fold-out cover image, and it's pretty seamless looking for the most part.
1: Well, you know what it is, though, is when you're shooting these, and I'm sure you've had this when you did Weddings too. when you're shooting groups now, whereas it would have been in the past – that you would have shot it and like, okay, okay, bam, 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 bam. Okay, nobody move. And then you would have gone in and scrutinized it right there on your camera to see if you had one where everybody looked good. And if you didn't, you'd do some more. Now, you shoot a bunch of them. You scrutinize it like, okay, are these lit right and they're in focus? Yes. Moving on because you know that between the five or six that you shot – that you're going to have enough have one. good Absolutely. heads that you can put it together. So that's just become the workflow now.
0: Well, I think that this also stems from the. Um, I mean, in this picture, you've got three, six, nine, twelve, thirteen, thirteen big celebrities, thirteen right. big, big celebrities. And um, can you imagine what it would be like to try and get all of them in the same room at the same time? You know how difficult that would be. To get all of these people dressed, hair and makeup, with all the different things that all their different managers are like, no, he can't do this. You can't. I can you imagine what it would be like to try and get thirteen a list celebrities dressed, hair and makeup, and in the same room at eight a.m. Well, you're talking but,
1: about you're talking about two different things though, because I think this in this particular picture, I think that that's exactly might be exactly what happened. This I don't might have think been shot. This, all there? No, you no, don't they, think this was shot next backstage no, I, I, at, the I, vanity, at the Vanity Fair party or something? No, in which no. case, in which case, if it was, in which case. They had such a time crunch that, of course, you would just pop off five or six frames and then let them go and fix it later. I mean, it it makes perfect sense to me. But the fantasy, when I look at those pictures, the fantasy of that picture is that they're all there together. That, to me, is part of what makes it cool is, wow, what was it like to be in that room? And then when you find out later, because many times they'll be like, here's the top ten directors, and not a single one of them was in the room with the others when they shot it. And, And when I see that picture, it's more sterile for me. Because it's, I know that it's an individual picture of each one, and they've been put together, and so as a result, I I lose a sense of of I you know I want I want I, I I like you said I want to be what what were they talking about you know what was the what was the chatter about when 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 Steven Spielberg and and, and George Lucas and and Francis Ford Coppola and were all standing around having their picture taken, and then when you realize that that doesn't happen. You're like, oh, right. well, well, it kind of gets one, sterile to the me. The picture
0: with the three hands is a behind-the-scenes photo, right? Like, Right, Tom so, so, I guess, so
1: I guess a couple of them were definitely so, there. Yeah,
0: I'm, I'm sure that some of them are as many as possible, but I'm looking at the front, and I don't even know who that is laying on the front, somebody. Claire Foy um, laying on Jessica Chastain's dress. You know, and that to me looks like she could have just been added in there at any moment, like she didn't you know what I mean and right. and it looks like potentially it could have been a composite Harrison Ford, who's notoriously shy about interviews and getting together and difficult to work with for stuff like this like I, his photo was totally done by himself, he's even right. like look even looks like a different <laughs> contrast level than everybody else. right, right, you know, so I'm pretty sure that the guy who's way in the back hole, what's his face back there uh I don't know who the heck that is. Um, Mike, Michael B. Jordan is in there. Cole Kidman. I don't even think his name. Ah, Graydon Carter. That's his name. Sit next to Robert De Niro. He looks. Ca- he's even not even lit. Like he looks like they, they may have darkened him down because he's obviously blocking blocked by Gal Gadot, who's standing in front of him. So he's actually less bright. Is it Gadot
1: or Godot? I don't care. <clears throat> so here's my next question. <laughs> but but you see, my point is that once you start to realize it's completely composited. We're only one step away from me feeling about that the way I feel about the picture on the cover of the National Enquirer that's got uh, you know two people badly photoshopped next to each other. He's so mad at her, and here's the their faces. You know, again, they're just where they've just taken some snapshot somewhere and they've completely blocked them out and put them together. We're only one step away from that now. When because and and again, this is not about the photography and not about the skill level at all. Because I think it's incredible, but it's about how as I as a viewer. Feel when I see it when i when I see it, and I realize oh, this is just nothing but composites i I, I lose a sense of of the moment goes away from me, and I'm just like, right. oh well, this you know the way like when you look at a movie poster. You know, that's been that where Robert Downey Jr. is Iron Man, and you're like, he didn't really pose in the armor. They put the armor on him afterwards, and they did all, you know, you, you know, I don't know. Maybe it's just me, but I just don't, I'm like, wow, that's cool. But at the same time, I'm detached from it a little bit. Right. Whereas yeah, well, when you see, it's, like when they set up a backdrop at Sundance, and Entertainment Weekly just pulls a bunch of people in and takes pictures of them behind, at, at, by, on this backdrop and just posts them with the, and they're just laughing and joking. Those pictures, I feel there's a, I t- you know, there's a there's a heart to them, because but I think it's you're, real.
0: you're suffering from the curse of of somebody who knows how it's done. You know what I mean, like right, right. I'm sure I'm sure there are people who work at Disney World that would that that could tell you a few things that might take the magic out of it. For you. you know what I mean, like <laughs> yeah, it's it's like being an architect and you walk into a building and somebody else would walk in and be like, this is beautiful and actually be like, actually, uh the uh, all of the col- columns on the northwest side of the building were actually uh, reconstructed out of a block brown. They don't meet the golden rule than the math ratio. And you're like, okay, all right, shut up. I just said it was a pretty building. Right. Can you? That's shut not your ac- that's face?
1: not actual marble. It's plaster of Paris. And it's right, to look yeah. like marble
0: only the one column was marble because the uh ran ran out of money and okay shut up it's a nice looking building would you shut your stupid face right shut up Uh, yeah
1: i get that so you're right i'm sure and knowing how it's done ruins it but but it does ruin it a little bit but for some people knowing how it's done elevates it for some people knowing how it's done makes them like it even more
0: well i'm interested in the fact knowing how it was done and looking at how well that was done i appreciate the compositing work looking at it going yeah, you know, with the exception of the uh, extra hand, um, the I, I think that the um, oh the overall the overall piece is, is gorgeous. The lighting's great. It's put together in a way that's very believable. And I couldn't tell you who was or who wasn't in the shot originally. Um, and I know what I'm doing. I have done work with this type of uh, uh th- with this type of stuff done to it. And I've seen it done. Right. I've seen it done well. I've seen it done badly. And this is done really, really well.
1: I think also it goes back to the whole, like I said, it's, you're one step away from the mags, and and also only one step away from the picture on the billboard of the law firm, where it's clear that all the people on that picture on the billboard were not there when the picture was taken. And yeah, there's nothing your wrong with that. Person if,
0: would never notice that.
1: Yeah, but I mean, and there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, if you're a photographer and and someone comes to you and says, "I need a picture for my website of all the twelve people in my and my law firm all standing together," you can say, "Great, send them all into me individually. I'm going to shoot them on white and composite them." I mean, that's the way you want to do it. By, oh, absolutely. You know, I just, Absolutely, I just, you want to, the way you want to do it. But, but there's a sterile. That's just a that's just a picture, you know. Whereas with the stuff at Vanity Fair is designed to look like it's intimate, right? You know, and and that's what I and it's designed to look like it's intimate, and then it's shot in the most non-intimate way you can shoot. But it. I, I think that <laughs> everybody except for you and other people
0: who do what we do, right? I think it, it comes they don't across care. exactly as that. They right. don't care. They don't care. Right. They don't, they
1: think, oh, look at Tom Hanks talking to Robert De Niro, and I'm exactly. like, nah, They're not talking to each other. They weren't in the same room. No, they weren't. They, they've never met. Well, they have a they, they have a blood feud. They'll kill each other if they're in the same room. <laughs>
0: yeah, you know. it's, it's, it's actually an honor killing thing. Yes, it's it's yes. real tough. Like the one guy owes the other guy money, and he's going to stab him right in the neck if he ever it sees isn't. him. Yeah, and then, they're, real,
1: they're, and then you have to eat, eat a piece of their liver. It's, it's a it's one of those, how it's else like, are you supposed to do it? One of those things. If you're in the Screen Actors Guild, there's rules. <laughs>
0: Ah, you see, if if you're in uh, Aftra, it's actually you have to eat a piece of the heart. The
1: heart, yes, instead but, of the liver. So that's just a little
0: little unknown difference. Between actors, the two organizations don't really know about. It. It.
1: It's the liver after you River. kill them, in order yes, to in, in order to infuse their essence, and also to get twenty dollars over scale on your next job. Yes, yes, you can't you can't be SAG eligible without eating a piece of one of the internal organs of. It's going to have to be some liver eating. Let's not <laughs> let's not pretend that there isn't. That's the way it's always been. That's the it's way it always will society. be. You okay, know. you young guys coming in trying to change it and say that we don't have to eat the livers anymore are wrong. I There's had to eat the liver. The spirit of the whole thing. Yeah. You're gonna have to eat the liver. That's what makes our organization great. <laughs> How else are you gonna please the gods? You know, yes. seriously. Yes. <laughs> Come on, this is not even. This is a non a non argument.
0: Yeah. All right, man. So uh, that, that that's uh, I think that's our show for the week. Is what it? Do you think? Yeah. I all think right.
1: So. That sounds about right.
0: Um, hey, so uh, before we wrap up, I want to say a couple of things. Uh, one is that um, I have uh, in in two weeks, I'm going to be teaching at the PhotoPro Expo in the uh, in Cincinnati. And so, go to photoproexpo.com. I'm doing a platform class on marketing and for photographers called Master Your Marketing. And I'm doing an all day workshop on the Monday. Um, That's going to be hands-on lighting, posing, retouching for headshot photography, and there'll be a whole bunch of stuff there. So check that out. If you're anywhere in the Midwest, this is one of the coolest conferences I go to. It's a little smaller than some of the big ones, so you get a little more face time with the speakers. It's got a great trade show, and uh, we're going to have a really good time. And my good friend Al Banky and I are going to be dual DJing the '80s party on the opening night. What? Yep, get out of
1: town. And the name the name of our DJ act is Rebel Base. B-A-S-S. All right, base. see, and now I went the whole show without pointing out that you were wearing a Star Wars shirt. You did. <laughs> Al came up with the name, by the way, which is brilliant. All right.
0: Uh, but anyway, and uh, and by the way, if if you enjoy the show, if you've been a long-time listener but you haven't done it yet, head over to iTunes and please leave us a review. The more reviews we get, the better we come up on search results in the podcast directories and the more people listen to the show.
1: All right. You can find us online. Facebook.com slash Photobomb Podcast is the Facebook group for this podcast please join it we post lots of fun stuff there you can find gary at hughesfioretti.com Yep. You can find me at boo Uh you can find our website, photobombpodcast.com. You can email us questions at photobombpodcast.com. Gary has a wonderful marketing group all about how to market in the new age that is called Garage Brand Live. And you should definitely look for that on Facebook because he goes live every single week. And if you are struggling with your Facebook marketing, with your marketing, really all kinds of marketing, not just social media, but you you cover it all. Uh, yep and coming th- up this week we're gonna do a whole live episode on Millennials. well, there you go. there you go. It will be short and have a very little attention span. Ouch And uh, so be sure and join Garage brand live as well and we will see you back here again next week. All right, see you later.